0: Welcome to this week's podcast on social media and society. My name is Brianna Martucci, and I recently graduated with a bachelor's degree in physical education from Queens College. I'm currently enrolled in the educational technology program here at Adelphi University. My goal is to transition from physical education to pursue a a career in the technology industry. Hi, I'm Michelle Kopek.
1: I graduated from U Albany with a bachelor's degree in art. This is my first semester at Adelphi. I'm studying to become an art teacher and hopefully graduating next fall. I'm currently a substitute teacher and observing both high and elementary art classes.
2: Hi, I'm Lauren Umbrino. I recently graduated with a bachelor's degree in Childhood Education from SUNY Oneonta. This is my first semester at Adelphi. I am currently in the Educational Technology Master's program and hope to graduate next fall as well. Right now, I am a substitute teacher and a babysitter, and after graduation, I hope to find a job in the technology field.
0: So today, we'll be discussing addiction and how it relates to us as users. Speaking of addiction, have you ever felt your phone vibrate when it actually didn't? Have you ever been scrolling for hours on end? Would you consider yourself addicted to technology? Well, first, let's discuss our social media use. Why do you use social media and how long do you typically spend on it every single day?
1: I use social media to connect with my friends and family,
0: but mainly to share what I've been up to.
1: Instagram is the main social media site that I use. It is a way to share pictures of my latest adventures with my friends and family. I like to think I spend about 30 minutes on social media a day, but realistically, it's probably a lot longer than that.
2: I agree with Michelle. For me, uh, social media is just a time waster, pretty much. I go on it when I have downtime or when I'm bored. Uh, I tend to stick to Instagram and TikTok mainly. However, I use Facebook to keep up with family because that's the only platform my family uses. Um, But social media is a fun way to interact with friends and share things that I'm doing. I definitely spend way longer than I should on social media each day. And I would say throughout the entire day, it's probably around three to four hours or so. um, Most of that time being, you know, before I go to bed at night because I just lay on my phone scrolling there forever instead of going to sleep.
0: I have to agree with Lauren. I really only use social media these days to keep me entertained, especially right before I go to sleep. Right now, I mostly stick to TikTok and YouTube, and I don't use either platform to share personal videos or photos, but I do draw inspiration from creators on both of the apps. For example, I love to follow different foodie pages, learn a new recipe, and recreate it at home. I wish I was more like Michelle, though, because I spend way longer than 30 minutes on social media and just on my phone each day. Um, If I'm not working, doing schoolwork or with company, you will probably find me listening to a podcast or scrolling down my For You page on TikTok. Okay, now let's dive into the article by Boyd. It states
1: that today's teenagers have less freedom to wander than any previous
0: generation. Why do you think teenagers have less freedom than before? That's a great question, Michelle. I think parents have restricted their children's freedom more than ever before. They are afraid that the world is more unsafe than it was when they were younger. Such parental fears are starting to make teenagers feel the same way. Teens are turning to social media to hang out gossips and connect connect with their friends online rather than in real life. I remember when I was younger, my mom didn't allow me to walk home with all of my friends in sixth grade, and it seemed like everyone else did at that age. As a true crime junkie, I appreciate her concerns now, and I'm glad I didn't walk home at such a young age. However, I did have a phone and an iPod to speak to my friends at the time.
2: I agree with Brianna. Uh, I think parents feel like the world is unsafe at the moment. Um, but I'm not sure I would say if they have less freedom. It's just harder to do things without your parents knowing because everyone has cell phones now. In the article, it mentions many middle class teenagers grew up with the option to do whatever they wanted, but had to be home by dark. And I remember my parents telling me stories about things they did and things that they got away with when they were younger because they had no phones, so their parents were constantly, weren't constantly checking on them and what they were doing. They just had to be home by the time it got dark. Um, sometimes I wish that was the case now, but it makes sense as to why it's not. Um, but often, parents get mad when their child is sitting inside all day on their phones. And that brings me into our next point. A lot of parents consider teens' engagement with social media to be an addiction. What do you guys think?
1: Um, I can see where parents think that, um, but the, the podcast mentioned something interesting, that the teens um, are so distracted and addicted to social media in school is because they have less autonomy. Schools today are taught with no leniency, and everything is so structured around a standardized test and the anxiety of passing or failing. Um, this leads them to reach out to alternatives for freedom, like making the phone and social media the best outlet to express themselves and who they are
0: Uh, what do you think brianna this is a very interesting topic to discuss and first i'd like to mention the word addiction which originally referred only to drug and alcohol abuse over the years the definition has become more broad to include the fact or condition of being addicted to a particular substance thing or activity as we head into the podcast we learn that social media researchers use similar questions they would with those suffering from alcohol and drug abuse to ask individuals about the time they spend with their friends. However, the podcast discusses how addiction isn't the correct word for the excessive use of phone time. Instead, we should be using distraction or overuse. I think that it's odd to ask similar questions, such as those you would ask someone struggling with addiction in this scenario. If social media addiction does not exist, why treat the participants of the study as those that are addicted to drugs and alcohol. Personally, I would argue against the podcast and say that social social media addiction is real.
2: I completely agree with you both. Um, I do truly think that the right word to describe this uh, whole situation is definitely addiction. Uh, Many teens and adults are, I feel, completely dependent on their phones, Uh, meaning like if they don't have it, they don't know what to do with themselves. Um, At one point in time, like in high school, I felt that way. I felt like if I didn't have my phone on me, I didn't know what to do. Um, Some people even think that their phone is vibrating in their pocket, even though it actually wasn't vibrating. And that weird imaginary feeling actually has a name for it. Uh, It's called phantom vibration syndrome. It occurs when a person thinks his or her phone is vibrating or ringing from a text message when it actually isn't. And according to the YouTube video on why we feel phantom phone vibrations, uh, she stated that they are just sensory hallucinations. And for me personally, I experience this quite frequently, um, and it's kind of scary. It makes me think that I'm going crazy when I feel it and check, but there's nothing there. It's definitely happened to me a lot more in the past than it has now, because I tend to try to stay off my phone as much as I can now um have you guys ever experienced this
0: uh just going off your point where you were where you seemed addicted to your phone in high school I can say it was definitely the same for myself I was lost without my cell phone and thinking about going seven hours without it was actually insane and back then I did experience that a lot more than now but For instance like this has happened to me at least three times in the past month where i've checked my phone because i thought it was vibrating turns out it wasn't and i was expecting to see a missed call and there was just nothing there how about you michelle um i agree with
1: both of you that in high school i guess you're so like on your phone 24 7 because i was the same way and i experienced the phantom vibration more frequently than i do today um I like, you know, in high school, you're waiting to hear the latest drama or scrolling through social media to see who posted or what they were wearing or how many likes they received. It was a big, like, popularity contest. But now I rarely get texts. And if I do, it's probably from my mom or my fiance. asking asked me once for dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time I experienced this was probably two months ago when I was waiting, like, desperately by the phone for my sister to call with the birth of my nephew, and that anticipation is what like gave me that phantom vibration syndrome. Just waiting to hear. Um, this idea of phantom vibration makes me think about the question Tristan Harris, a former Google employee, asked in the Netflix documentary, The Social Dilemma.
0: He asked, Have we fallen under some kind of spell? Tristan Harris says that it feels like the world is going crazy. Then he asked, have we If we've fallen under a spell, and just looking at some of the people in my own life, for instance, my brother, my little brother, it seems that they are. He can stare at his phone screen for what seems like hours. What if I told you that this is what many of the popular apps that we use daily want from us? Apps such as Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter are just some of the social media platforms that thrive off of user engagement.
2: Going off of what you just said, Brianna, I feel like people have also fallen under com- some kind of spell. And you mentioned your brother uh, staring at his phone for hours. I babysit these little girls right now, and they are addicted to using their iPad. Yes, they are using apps that are a little more educational because um, they're so little, they're three and four years old, but they can spend hours on it. And I just think like it's starting when they're this young that I could only imagine what they're going to be like when they old, get older. I think that uh, people have become so obsessive over their phones and technology, they don't have any idea of what to do without it, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, and in the Netflix documentary, it told us that these social media platforms work in a way in which they think of ideas that will keep people engaged and wanting to continue scrolling. And to me, that is a crazy idea, but it definitely works.
1: Um, Yeah, and I like how you uh, mentioned your brother, Brianna, because my niece and nephew, they're four and three, and they have iPads, and they're on it all the time. You know, they put it on when they're in the car, and no, they don't have social media, but they're just using technology at such a young age, and it's, and, like, my sister, when she went to buy them, she was on the fence about it, but everyone else is having them, like, the whole elementary school has iPads at their disposal, which I think is just insane. But I definitely uh, think we succumb to the need of our phones in every aspect of our life. We use it for work, for emails. We take pictures of our own personal enjoyment. We are even using social media for school. I think this need or expectation to use phones and social media is the spell that we're under, and like Brianna and Lauren, these platforms are just feeding off
0: our engagement and financially benefiting from it. Just to add to our discussion, I used to work at an after-school, and at one point we had to ban the iPads. They were given to the students from the teachers, but they started abusing the iPads. And although it was educational apps that they were on, they didn't want to complete their homework. They didn't want to write on their worksheets. They were just so addicted to those iPads. Yes, iPads are really
1: taking over. My sister just gives the iPads to my niece and nephew just to keep them quiet so she can do the dishes. And she was, like I said before, she was very hesitant about getting the iPads in general, but all the other children around have them. And she was debating in her head like am i holding them back by not giving them technology like are they not going to be able to learn or keep up with their peers that already know how to use an ipad so she caved and gave them this technology but it's almost like a technological pacifier as you will
2: yeah, uh my aunt is the same way. Uh, she gives my little cousin her phone or her iPad whenever she's just throwing a tantrum in public, just so she's quiet and so people don't stare at her. And to add on uh, to what Brianna said, uh, when I was doing my student teaching, every student had their own Chromebook, and the teachers tried to include technology so much in the classroom so that they were always on it. Um, it got to the point where the sixth grade students... I was with lost their access to the Chromebooks during class because they were using the app Google Hangout, which is like, uh, instant messaging, but via Google, uh, and they were just chatting with each other during class and, you know, talking inappropriately. They were using, uh, the internet to go online and log into their social media accounts, like Twitter. I don't know why they had Twitter in, you know, the sixth grade, but whatever. Right. And somehow they were searching very inappropriate things and it got to the point where the principal was involved and they all had to get their Chromebooks taken away. And they were allowed to bring them home too, to, complete, to complete work overnight, um, but that was no longer allowed for that whole sixth grade class. And honestly, this makes me worried for the future of these young kids and even our siblings and nieces and nephews, like we mentioned. Um, they're growing up in a world where technology is just taking over.
0: So that is all we have for you today. We shared our thoughts and opinions on Boyd's addiction, what makes teens obsessed with social media. We watched and listened to the Social Dilemma on Netflix, Pfeiffer's You Are Not Addicted to Technology podcast, and the Why Do We Feel phone vibrations video on YouTube. We really hope that you enjoyed listening to this conversation, but here's one final question we want you to think about. Would you consider yourself addicted to technology?